Hey, hi everyone. Welcome to my podcast. I am Choi. Today I'm going to a totally different part of the world for the Dutch Business Lawyers Abroad series, Turkey. All the DBA members are legal experts in a country where they are located, but they are originally from the Netherlands. We give companies, entrepreneurs and individuals who are not familiar with the local environment the help they need. Often legal support, but also sometimes referrals to reliable relations or practical advice about cultural differences or how things are done in that country. In today's episode, I'm interviewing Selma Oren, located in Antalya, Turkey. I'll ask Selma to tell us more about her legal practice in Turkey and the Turkish business culture. Further, I'll ask her about juicy anecdotes or shocking stories and check with her how the atmosphere is currently in this part of the world. If you are curious to listen further to my interview with Selma. Hey, hi Selma, how are you today? Hi, fine, thank you Choi. Where are you now? I'm in Turkey, Antalya. Oh, okay, that sounds uh, exotic. Uh, yeah, so, but you are uh, originally from the Netherlands, although with Turkish roots. How come did you end up uh, in Antalya? Okay, um, how did I come up uh, in Turkey? Um, during my law studies at the University of Naime, I have been born in Eindhoven, the Netherlands. Uh, my parents were from already from Turkey, uh, living and working in the Netherlands for almost 30 years. And during my law studies at the University of Nijmegen, I already had plans uh, not to stay in the Netherlands. I previously saw a career uh, in the corporate world. I wanted to do something with dynamism and diversity. Uh, although my parents came to the Netherlands to work as guest workers for Germany, I had no desire to go to Turkey. I wanted to travel, uh, go to Tokyo, to London, to New York. Uh, I saw myself as a, a, a big career woman in the business, uh, wanted to see and experience, but that soon changed after a summer internship at a law firm in Istanbul. Hmm. The hustle and bustle of the city, the warm people, two, 24 hours of liveness, seven days. Uh, I saw myself living and working, uh, not permanently, uh, some part, in the city at least some time. That is why after returning home um, as a third-year student, I signed up to study in England for a year with an Erasmus uh, scholarship. If I were to go out into the world, I would at least have to have a solid legal English. In England, I focused on corporate law, uh, contracts and commercial law. Um, after my law studies, I worked a couple of years as legal counsel in the Netherlands, not only to save money, but also to have at least some experience uh, before I step into the world. In this time, I met my husband. He is also a Turkish descent and also wanted to work abroad. Uh, he loved to have been in Istanbul. Graduated in 1997 and 2001, I was in Antalya with my suitcase. So I ended up in Antalya at that moment. Uh, uh, I think moreover, um, to be in a, in a warm place to start, if I have to start a new adventure, uh, I wanted to somewhere that it was not raining all the time, what it was happening in the Netherlands. <laughs> so that was uh, shortly my... Uh, 
how I built, uh, uh, how I came to yeah. Turkey. Yeah, I'm curious, why Antalya and not Istanbul? Um, I ended in 1997 with my uh, school after one year in England. Um, in 1998, I worked. Uh, in 1999, the, the big um, earthquake happens in Istanbul. Oh, okay, yeah. And that's, uh, that, 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 that brought a lot of economical problems. And it was a huge city, of course. And I thought by myself, uh, when we step now in, in, a, in, a, in a city where the earthquake and it should be uh, uh, built up again, it, may, it takes time. Let's start somewhere small. And in 1998, uh, I married to my husband and we had some uh, honeymoon trip to Antalya at the moment. And we saw it was so nice, warm, but a lot of uh, foreigners living here in this, uh, oh. in this place. Mm -hmm. And we thought, hey, with our languages uh, and our abilities, uh, we are able to uh, build up something uh, faster and easier than something to build up in Istanbul. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and in Antalya, there is uh, the, the 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 risk of having an earthquake is so low. Probably it, it brought somewhere in your back of your mind uh, taking the safe. Yeah, yeah, understand. Being safe. And what are the business opportunities uh, in Antalya? Oh, the business of this, uh, there are so many uh, business opportunities actually in Antalya. Um, of course, the, the possibilities from a big city like Istanbul, Ankara, Izmir uh, is not, uh, not happening in Antalya, but Antalya, the last uh, decade, uh, it grows so fast. Mm. Uh, besides tourism, uh, we have some uh, regions, industrial regions, like mm. um, the, the organized region, the free trade region, uh, where a lot of uh, foreign companies settle. Uh, you can think about uh, uh, industrial, um, the textile, um, the boat, uh, uh, but also other kind of uh, material, to raw material to put uh, in. Um, they fabricate it and send back to other countries, especially with Israel, a lot of... Uh, oh, with uh, Israel, okay. With Israel, yes. Um, in that time... Uh, and if you look in, uh, in the possibilities of... Uh, uh, working and living uh, outside those trade situations, a lot of Dutch companies are also uh, working here or settled, uh, especially in the agriculture. Oh, uh, you can um, uh, think about uh, uh, the, the 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 flower industry. Yeah. Um, the 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 seasonal uh, food industry. Uh, tomatoes, the groups, whatever, uh, but also uh, think about the seeds uh, uh, factories. Mm. Uh, so many other uh, possibilities are uh, here in Turkey uh, possible. Yeah, so, so your clients are from different kind of industries. So can you tell us a bit about your firm and your daily work? Uh, do you have a lot of Dutch clients? Um, 
Yes, I do. Uh, most of my clients are, are around 60% of uh, Dutch uh, mm. related clients, uh, Belgium also a lot. Uh, and the rest is more English-related uh, clients. You can think about the Scandinavian uh, lands, Israel, uh, United States, Russian uh, also. Uh, but I also have um, uh, German clients. Hmm. Uh, they are also uh, in my uh, clients. Um, uh, I have business-related clients, but also... Um, natural persons who are living uh, and or residing or working in this uh, in this country uh, and doing business uh, that could be in their uh, personal life uh, but also in their uh, working uh, uh, environment uh, labor environment um, uh, contracting buying and selling property uh, we do more than just uh, litigation yeah, advertising okay. is also in my thirty uh, percent of my practice. Okay, it's very broad, very diverse. So, okay, it is. And yeah, that's uh, yeah. So you have to be hands-on uh, all the time, and yeah. So you you set up your own firm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, was that uh, yeah was it hard to set up a firm in in Turkey? Oh. Um... Was it hard? No, I, I, I don't think it, it was hard uh, to build uh, to build a firm in Turkey. Uh, I had to build my office step by step. Uh, mm -hmm. First, I had to convert my diploma to Turkish law and take and pass a number of courses before I could register for a lawyer training. Uh, but the most difficulty was, uh, of course, uh, after uh, I was already in some age. Uh, coming back to this country, uh, passing again uh, the Turkish law, taking courses, the lawyer training. But I was also, in the meantime uh, a mother, a mother of my oldest son, uh, and uh, taking care during time, working in the nights. Uh, it was hard working those days. Uh, but still, after uh, I um, stepped in the world of the uh, Bar Association, I was registered in 2003. Uh, was able to work as a self-employed lawyer, um, but the it's easy said than done. In the mm -hmm. Netherlands, you can learn to be an employee, and my the the struggle that I had is how do you become an employer, mm -hmm. and how do you deal with your staff, how to do your accounting, your customers, your administration. That was new, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. uh, and. Um, I was not alone. I had my partner, uh, my husband, who was also working on his own career as a self-employed person. But still, the most difficult thing uh, I still find is to seize the day mentality of the Turkish people, the average Turk, whether it's business or employee matters. Okay. Uh, you have to stay vigilant and alert and keep in control and controlling uh, at your business. That was the toughest situation that I had. But further, for the rest, if you love and do your job with your heart uh, or by heart, um, I think every every person will succeed. Uh, uh, yeah. In any any place, it's yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, keeping keeping and struggling, but also keeping your head in and uh, uh, finding your way out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So um, you were telling us that uh, your clients are uh, from all over. So these, these non-Turkish clients, what kind of cultural differences are they normally facing? Um, I think uh, the biggest difference in the culture, uh, and I have to compare with the West European culture, is the seize the day mentality that it's, uh, it happens here in the Mediterranean coast. Uh, the emotional businessman. Um, you have to be aware uh, about his emotional sides, uh, handling and taking care of your negotiations, um, and uh, being as a Turk, uh, quick on his toes, not point to points. Uh, um, but the Turkish businessman has also good and strong points, like hard working, uh, adapt quickly to be changing. Uh, work climates, find new investments, uh, seven days, 24 hours of accessibility, being able to deal with the East and the West uh, in a warm and a friendly uh, manner. Um, I think those are the main points between the differences uh, 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 working and uh, dealing with the Turkish businessman. Yeah, so you will warn your uh, clients uh, yeah, about uh, yeah, working with uh, in business with with Turkish people, what they should be aware of. And if I understand you, it's the emotions um, that's playing part <laughs> of the business, and um, kind of the rhythm is a little bit different. Yeah, uh, like 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 emotion. Let's let's for example, the, um, um, if if. Uh, um, uh, if something goes on in Turkey at the moment, uh, and please not the sport or the political issues, but mm -hmm. uh, the person, the family that you work with, uh, or the, 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 the business that you work with, you have to understand and know the, the man or the woman that you're working with. So uh, sometimes asking, how is your, um, yeah. uh, how is with the child? Uh, yeah. Does he yeah. go, or uh, does he study in, 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 in if, if, if he studies in the university, ask him how the study grades are, uh, the make, make easier, how is the weather? Start somewhere that it's easier or comforting the Turkish man to come to uh, the real points in the business. That's what I'm trying to say with emotions. Yeah. So, and, oh, and yeah, okay. Because the Dutch Dutchman is, let's say we have a uh, uh, note uh, in front of me and he starts, okay, the meter starts now, let's say for the earth, how is the matters in, uh, in, in business? The Turkish businessman asks more, uh, not to the points, okay? Uh, because they want to, first of all, being at ease and comfortable uh, in the meeting before they start to talk really about the business. That's yeah. what I try to say about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's clear. Yeah. But I would, I would, if, uh, um, if you ask me, what would, would I advise non-Turkish clients who are doing business in Turkey? I would advise them to work with trustable consultants uh, mm -hmm. and also bookkeepers. Very important in business uh, matters that you have a good accountant. Mm -hmm. uh, make good, good contracts with tight ends, definitely to make it uh, on paper, not over the internet, because over the internet making agreements does not have any effect in a Turkish law. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, oh. And if even if you make, yeah, uh, because every um, um, so it, needs it has to be no original. value. What do you mean over the internet? You mean it needs to have an original say, signature? Yes, the original signature. Making yeah. sure you are not giving our site on paper. Yes, not a scan, not a mm. fax. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being signed and also uh, a stamp. Uh, uh, every company has, <laughs> you have to be, if you make an agreement. Yeah, two in China. Yeah, I know, I know. I read your uh, your story about it. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it. It's different. It's yeah. Similar to what we have in Turkey. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, we have stamps from uh, from uh, companies. Uh, you have to be sure that if you have over the internet making agreement, let's say for a foreign department, uh, Mister mm -hmm. uh, X, and. Um, and, and you say you want to have received some goods materials from uh, from Turkey, uh, you pay over, etc. But that Mr. X could be also just a simple employee. So if you make an agreement uh, with with the company, be sure that you uh, have the, the right representative in front of you, that it's been legal representative of this company who signed the contracts legally and who put also a stamp of the company on that signature. So these are the details that sometimes uh, non-Turkish clients uh, working with Turkey, uh, they think, oh, I have uh, all, everything on email or even on WhatsApp calls, you know. <laughs> I think to my God, what is, do you have uh, format invoices? We, we try to find hard evidence especially when we go to a litigation or mediation mediation mm. um, finding hard evidence is not easy it was we dealt by phone i'm sorry we dealt by phone is not hard evidence in turkey uh, probably also in most of the countries it is not so uh, it's, trust is uh, very uh, yeah it cannot be translated into the courtroom Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So uh, I wanted to ask you, is the legal climate very different? And I would, it sounds like compared to the Netherlands, it's more formal in Turkey. Is that, is that right? And, and compared uh, to China, it's very comparable, it's, it sounds like so. Um, do you mean by comparing uh, the legal formalities? Yeah, the, the legal climate, the legal formalities, indeed, the legal, the rule, the that, law plays, or, yeah. I think that that, that Turkey uh, has more similarities with, uh, uh, with, with, with China than more similarities how it does work. But uh, on the other hand, um, if you look into the Turkish legislation, uh, that is based on different laws that prevailed in the Western European countries at that time. For example, the civil code is based on the Swiss codes. Mm -hmm. The criminal law legislation is based on the Italian uh, 1926 law. So um, the, the legislation is not a problem. It is about how the, the working system, how the humankind works out the legislation. Uh, so in that order, uh, when when a Turkish uh, and Turkish non-residents come here to work, he thinks, "Wow, beautiful, warm people, yeah. uh, twenty-four hours working, very hospitable." Because uh, a Turkish uh, businessman uh, comes to uh, 
uh, comes to the airport to pick you up, go to, uh, or his driver picks you up, puts you in the, in the hotel. Those are not the issues that we are um, very known in, in, in the Netherlands. If yeah. you go to the Netherlands, make you be sure on time, that's all. How yeah. you come to that meeting is not an issue from the Netherlands party. But in Turkey, they are very, um, how do you say, like a child care. You know, they care about their clients. They care about their businessman relationship. They do everything, good food, good eating, etc. Everything is being thought about. And mm-hmm. the West European uh, clients uh, is most over. The, the, it's, he, he will be overwhelmed by this hospitality in order thanks, hey, this is trustable. Be careful about that. That's not not the issue about trusting, not trusting, but be mm-hmm. sure that everything is written because the legislation, the Turkish legislation, is based on everything written in good signature uh, um, that you can prove how the situation or the deal has been negotiated. Yeah. That's very important to my opinion. And most time they think, um, I don't need a lawyer or a, a consultant about it. They most time they make uh, they use translators. Yeah. I, I always ask, make sure. Uh, they, I always ask who brought the translator with them. Is it the Turkish parties who brought the translator, or did you bring your own independent translator with you? Yeah. Do not rely on everything what is being spoken. Most time, who says that the translator is perfectly translating everything yeah. over and forth? Um, so make sure it is written down. That's very important. Yeah. So, okay. I am um, then my next question. Huh. Any bizarre story, experience, or case you can share with us? Oh, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds good. One of them is very uh, fun to be told on, uh, on parties or crowded people. They, they like to see what happens in the world of, the, uh, of a lawyer. Is I had a case uh, uh, at Dutch... Uh, uh, a man, uh, actually a couple, mm-hmm. came over to my uh, office and asked for consultancy about some uh, forgery or thief situation that uh, they seemed to be emotionally trapped. Um, they worked very fond, they were very fond about a, a Turkish family uh, and they were um, being on a vacation. The Turkish man helped them out by going to the transporting to the airport uh, with their uh, shopping, having good time with each other, drinking coffee, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens is that um, the uh, the Dutch uh, clients. Uh, said that his purse was uh, stolen when he was uh, during a hospital uh, period mm-hmm. and that um, with his bank credit card they had uh, withdrawn 500 euro and he was very emotional because the guy was keen and didn't want to believe that the Turkish guy did that mm-hmm. 
but the wife uh, seen uh, during that uh, consultancy uh, seemed to uh, very sure that that guy did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, over and forth, they were asking uh, to have uh, uh, a copy of the surveillance cameras of the bank because they want to sure if this happened or not. Yeah. Um, I said that's not possible because they re- they were already gone to the bank and the bank said I'm not able to give you that unless you come with an uh, a court uh, order order. Uh, mm. I said that's right. Uh, I'm able uh, if you give me a power of attorney. I'm going to, uh, able to ask uh, a complaint at the prosecutor's office and ask the cameras over in his uh, uh, preliminary uh, situation. Um, so they did, mm-hmm. but so I was drawing up my, uh, criminal, uh, uh, complaint, uh, on paper to, to have this plea on the, uh, on the courts, uh, to have a request and talk with the prosecutor about this question. But before I did, uh, they left also a phone number of this guy. So I called them up. I said, because the guy said, uh, my client said, if he is able to agree, if he does say, yes, I did, I don't want to charge him anything because it's done. Then I'm sure with my questions in my head, because he he was fond of that guy and uh, he couldn't think about nothing else as that. Okay. Yeah, he said, yeah, if, yeah. So he, if he agrees to, to accept uh, that he's been yeah. stolen by a friend, so the guy, uh, I called him up and I asked him about it. Uh, I said, I'm sorry, but if you, there is possibility before I put this in the uh, Make it a criminal case. Uh, yeah, yeah, a criminal case. It's now you have the ability at least say, I'm sorry, I, ne- I need that money or whatever, what the reason was. Or you don't even have to tell any reason, but no. the fact, if you accept it, we will not put anything charges over there. He said, I don't accept, it's not happened like that. It's so, others, it, it's the, the, the whole situation is different than you think, he said. And he hesitated and I still, uh, uh, I left him for a couple of minutes. I said, could you tell me then what is different? Okay, okay, he said, I, I'm going to tell it at, the, if you put a complaint, I'm going to tell it also to the, my defense uh, at the prosecutor. So I can tell it also to you. The guy had a relationship with the wife of the client okay. for a long time, but he was, he was struggling with that because he loved, the, he loved the husband also very much, okay, as a friend. And mm-hmm. um, when he came this time, when they came this time on vacation, um, and they were always coming together when the guy had a a diabetes seizure again, he has a diabetes, a high diabetes, so he faints and he needs one of two hours before he comes back, he lays down, etc. And in that meantime, the relationship with the wife is very heavy. Um, so, time, sorry, it, so it started, it started when the husband had a seizure, but they, they started to... put, But they had this relation already for five or six years with the wife. Wow, okay, but the wife okay. was actually accusing him. Yeah, he was accusing, but now it comes. Yeah, okay, now okay, okay. Comes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, this time, 
uh, when she was uh, uh, when they were coming together uh, uh, in, in their house, uh, he found out in the phone messages of the wife that the wife had also another relationship in in, in the Netherlands. Whoa! Okay. <laughs> At the moment, it's the Turkish man. You know, it's uh, it's how you say. Uh, his emotional side. He felt by myself, oh my God, terrible. That woman has, he's cheating also even on me, he thought. Yeah. And he broke, he broke the relation with the yeah. wife. Yeah, okay, yeah. And the wife, probably the wife yeah. thought, my, my God, he's going to tell my husband. My husband. Oh. And, and in, his, in her head, she drew up all the scene in order to break the relation completely with him. And in the end, they even sold the house uh, in her, their vacation house and uh, went back to, uh, to the Netherlands. That so, but who the... stole the money now at the end? I think the wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To put him in a bad... bad uh... In a bad light exactly. and uh, to break up the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And the husband never found out about the relationship. No. And you also no. didn't tell him. I didn't tell him. Yeah. Okay. But I did. I did put a complaint in the in the yeah. prosecutor. I did because he. Yeah. You had to <laughs> do did, that. Yeah. He didn't say I had to, so I put the claim complaint and I followed it also up. Um, as he as he uh, made this uh, thing and I made, uh, after that, I had contact with my clients over the email. And of course yes. I can't see if the wife or the husband is reading the email, Yeah. but I got a mail back when I told this on the email oh, yeah, okay. that he had a bizarre story. Yeah. Uh, they broke also the relationship with me. Okay. So thank you for your, uh, uh, services uh, we don't want to charge them anymore or we don't follow follow up the criminal record and they stopped with that oh, uh, wow. that was that was a very uh, bizarre uh, situation yeah bizarre funny situation that sometimes uh, a story or uh, yeah. one side is not the same you have also read and hear the other side of yeah. the story yeah 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 it is completely different than you would think yeah I had also a bizarre story about putting a seizure on a dog. Okay. Putting it was it, it <laughs> putting a seizure okay. on a on a Rottweiler because they are, as you know, uh, uh, a popular dog, a uh, popular uh, dog um, under the dogs, mm -hmm. and uh, it has a value, unfortunately. But the discussion was about could you put a seizure on a dog or not? To my opinion, not. Um, uh, the other party put a, a, a seizure on the dock of my client, and we. Uh, Sorry, what uh, do you mean with seizure? What is a seizure? Um, a debt collector. Let's say you owe someone money. Oh, that you mean? <laughs> yeah, a seizure. Oh, a yeah. Okay, seizure. okay. So really, like the legal thing, like really put. The re um, really thing, yeah. As, yeah. So you, you owe me money. Car. You owe me money, so give me your dock. Yes. Oh, your dog is mine legally. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can you can execute it. Uh, oh, you know, wow. you can sell so, yeah, it. Yeah, pay sell me it. now or I sell your dog and the money is mine. <laughs> oh, 
okay. yes. Let, let, let you put also seizure on, on a property, okay? Yeah, your yeah, car yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. that's valuable. And in this yeah, situation, yeah, the I'm guy so had nothing except his dog. So <laughs> <laughs> they put a seizure on a dog. And uh, of course, at, at the courts, uh, uh, some litigation uh, came forward and we won. The seizure could not be put on the dog mm. because a dog is not something uh, as, as a property that you could uh, just easily sell and international, yeah. yeah international laws that is also um, um, how do you say um, yeah. uh, attracted to Turkish international laws uh, couldn't be but that was also a bizarre story yeah in my yeah yeah situations. yeah yeah <laughs> Luckily, it's a normal outcome. Uh, at the end of the day, the animal is a living being. So yeah, it's a living being. Yeah, of course yeah. Legally, it's being be. treated like a thing, but uh, there are boundaries. Uh, luckily, I'm happy to hear yeah. that uh, there's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. justice and disrespect in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. How is the COVID situation in uh, in Turkey? Oh, uh, yeah, the COVID situation uh, brings a lot of struggle for every sector, uh, the education, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the procedures, litigation, uh, but also uh, restaurants are closed. It brings a lot of economical problems. Uh, uh, the tourism is very bad because of Turkey, especially uh, the place that I live and work in Antalya, it is a high uh, uh, a region for uh, the incomes is about tourism. And that brings uh, a lot of uh, problems. But at the moment, it's about the COVID. Uh, if you ask the, the health uh, uh, the situation restrictions. the yes. restrictions i'm talking the restrictions are a high level um is that since last year um beginning of december we are uh, restricted not to go on the weekends outside uh, uh from uh, friday nine o'clock in the evening till Whoa. six o'clock in the morning that uh, is super strict Yes, uh, during the week it is uh, between six and nine o'clock. Also after nine o'clock, uh, the uh, the police charges are very high. It's three thousand Turkish liras if you are outside uh, outside your uh, outside the nine o'clock region. Uh, yeah. it's even if it's five over nine, uh, they charging you. So they're very strict. You mean they nine o'clock at night until six o'clock in the morning in the and morning, the weekend yeah. and the weekends at the moment. Uh, in the weekends, you can if you have a, a written uh, a paper to, to go outside, it's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, but for the most of the people, when you're in a small uh, regions like Antalya, uh, you can walk to the to the shop in the at the corner, etc. It's not very strict that they are oh. every place. A policeman is warning you. Yeah. But I if can you imagine. go out, <laughs> but if you go, you better out, not like, forget to, to buy the, the the bread or the, the <laughs> you start oh, no, cooking no, no. and you oh shoot I still need it's another still, onion yeah. But, but but we we have uh, uh, in in Turkey and uh, how do you say the the neighbor culture is very uh, warm oh, yeah. to each other. They help each other a lot. Uh, if you have something, uh, you need some cup of sugar for your cake. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah <laughs> you yeah. can find it uh, next door. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, I like to also tell you about the. Um, the digital side of Turkey, if you like, uh, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. for your uh, listeners. 
um, the digital side due to the corona due due, due to this uh, epidemical uh, situation mm. the digital side of turkey changes very fast oh, okay, okay. Uh, very very fast uh, yeah. turkey started already in 2000 uh, with a very new central information network system we call it uyap um, the uiap uyap is an e-justice system as a part of the e-government, mm -hmm. which has been developed in order to ensure fast, reliable, soundly operated and accurate judicial system. It is something like a central network project. It's, it's, a, it's a central network project. It includes all the courts, the public prosecutor services, prisons, other judicial institutions, other government departments, everything, the social insurance, everything, what you think that you have to do with the government. You can do it just on the internet. Uh, it, is, it is also being awarded, uh, by the way, uh, as an e-government prize in 2004 and 2008 because of the significant breakthrough in Turkish judiciary. Um, uh, what we do as, as lawyers, um, when I started 20 years ago, it was going to the court office himself and being on the clerk to have any information to receive because the phone it, it worked, the phone worked, but nobody took the phone to answer your questions. Yeah. So it was it was a terrible, I thought by myself, oh my God, from the Netherlands, it looks like uh, I'm somewhere in Africa or something. Yeah. Uh, but after 10 years with this UYAP system, we can follow up everything on this system. We have a very uh, e-signature yourself. It's very uh, coded um, uh, personal signature for everyone. It's not only uh, lawyers, lawyers mm -hmm. have there for their system, but also e-accountants, but also the normal citizen. Everyone has, is like the, the Netherlands has that also, the DGD. Do you know if you, do you have that also in uh, in your country? I don't know, but... Um, no, text number, but not like in general... Uh... And uh, not a general digital number, no. Okay, this is a digital number that you have. Like we you... know in the Netherlands, yeah. Yes, exactly. You have access uh, to all your files and all the correspondence online. Your your properties, you can find it, your, uh, uh, your family records, everything is oh. there what you could find. Mm -hmm. uh, but as lawyers, we can put uh, our, our files, uh, if you open a new case or a debt collecting or a complaint, you can put it on the file by DGD and the next day uh, you can see uh, which court has been dealing with that, uh, what kind of wow. actions has been taken, every kind of evidence that we have, we can put it uh, by the system mm -hmm. on the ruling system of the court. Yeah. Um, and also the court hearings, you can find everything has been digitized and archived, uh, you can find. If you want to seek up something in, in, in an under, other court from uh, other parties, but you need that, you can ask, you put a request, a written request by the system to that court uh, with an explanation why you need uh, um, access to that file even because there are so many possibilities we are very happy to have it because um, 20 years before I was just taking litigation cases in my uh, uh, in my region Antalya and the suburbs but now I can take litigation in Istanbul okay we do have to be on some uh, 
uh, court sessions. It's mm -hmm. very uh, evident to be there. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, other course sessions, if it's not necessary, you can uh, make absence and uh, follow up by the court. They are now taking in Turkey, the, uh, due to the corona, uh, it's now faster and faster. They are uh, making up now in Ankara and in Istanbul almost uh, 600 courts. They are all over, already open by... Uh, uh, digital uh, court sessions. That means in time that we do not even have to be at the courts uh, to see the judge or being a part of a litigation hearing. And that is only uh, to be applauded because uh, especially now during this kind of viral situation, everyone is uh, uh, at high uh, risk. Uh, to be get ill. Uh, so it's very uh, nice to see that this kind of actions is going faster and faster uh, also in the uh, in the litigation uh, process system. Um, that's uh, something that I really like to uh, tell me where, which we are very proud in, in Turkey. Uh, but also uh, opening um, how do you say, uh, by the notary's uh, actions that be taken. Let's say uh, a client comes over, he wants at the moment set up a company. We can do everything online, uh, provided that we have the power of attorney that is re uh, requested uh, by, the, by the law. Wow, that's a huge improvement. And I'm happy to hear that um, Turkey is making use of the situation also in a positive way. I can imagine that it makes it much easier for you as a lawyer in your daily life uh, <laughs> that this is possible and also for your clients that it, it, things are going much smoother, quicker, more transparent. And uh, yeah, and you can also update your client very easy what the status is. It is. Uh, let's say, for example, that I really like uh, to tell you about uh, when I started 20 years ago, uh, uh, everything was being filed up, you know, at the court in papers. Yeah. It was, it's what, it was a, cr a crime to seek out what is, what is, what, what you need for that. And it took me a couple of years with a lot of headache to understand how the system worked. But uh, the most, uh, uh, how do you say, uh, jeopardizing system of the dangers of the system was that, uh, let's say we have a, a, a strict. Uh, uh, timetables uh, if someone puts mm, uh, yeah. a case or someone puts an, an uh, debt collecting issue yeah, the uh, before yeah. yeah the deadlines was uh, four, five days or uh, at the moment 10 days uh, to uh, uh, object to that uh, debt collection but uh, the, to object to the debt collection let's say when you up, uh, put it uh, debt collecting in istanbul but mm. the guy is objecting somewhere from uh, anatolian or somewhere in a small suburb before it came with the by the post in that system uh, they uh. waited at least 20 days before to understand if it was or sometimes corrupt uh, clerks uh, because the corruption is still uh, in 20 years back. Uh, I cannot say it's not anymore uh, limited in this country, but it's very restricted because yeah. now with this system, yeah. nobody can say, uh, everyone sees directly if you put somewhere thousands kilometer, kilometers further somewhere in, uh, uh, let's say, uh, 
uh, one or Ardu or Diyarbakir or Urfa or Ankara for yeah. some file in Istanbul, yeah. the, the, the prosecutor, the court or the debt collector, the bailiff's office sees indirectly, directly uh, that case, that file number is being yeah. objected. And that makes, uh, as you say, the transparency of the system is very important. To wow, so it's even I have, yeah, I have seen so many. Uh, yeah. Uh, how do you say forgery also in this? Uh, yeah. In this uh, period uh, of yeah, so the impact is just even even more huge than I thought in the beginning. Yes. Because it's it's really uh, improving um, and and serving justice actually. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. if the post takes so many time when you go to court appeal, yeah. now the the judges from court appeal they don't need they ask still the file coming up, but yeah. everything is in internet uh, system yeah. in the Egypt yeah. file system, so you cannot say I didn't see uh, or uh, or the file is missing. Sometimes yeah. 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 it happened yeah. Yeah. also. Yeah. The file was missing in whole Turkey. Yeah. Or uh, or the paper or the document is missing. Now we are very sure what kind of documents is being sent, who did see it. Uh, so it is very very important to um, to get the justice on time. Uh, adequate and transparent uh, with yeah. the system. Uh, okay, we yeah. are very proud about that. Yeah, okay. But so you can't also, yeah, so you, uh, if you're late, you're late also. So that's the downside as well. Yeah, you are late, you are late. Yeah, 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 <laughs> there, yeah. Is, okay. there is no exception possible. Yeah, Anymore, that's false. yeah. Well, but okay, that is great. That's a huge improvement. And uh, yeah, I can uh, imagine that's uh, very satisfying. Um, yeah, so yeah, still a, a good uh, consequence of uh, of everything because it was it, it was the, the procedure the implementation was quicker because of the covid, right? So definitely it was contributing to improving the situation. It is. It is. Okay. It is. It is contributing um of course uh the 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 downsides or the disadvantages is that um, that there is no tricky possibilities less and less in the system to avoid the taxes, to avoid uh, your uh, responsibilities. Yeah. But that's good, a uh, good thing for uh, for for a land as Turkey uh, yeah. to yeah. have more solid uh, uh, taking its place in the, in world. the world. Yeah, and yes. so it will benefit trade as well. So definitely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so uh, yeah, if I understand uh, you to, to summarize it all, there are uh, a lot of opportunities in Turkey. The legal climate has improved a lot. When you go to Turkey, uh, yeah, you have to be um, aware of the cultural difference in the sense that there should be more context and that you should put time in building the relationship with the, the, the local uh, business people that you're dealing with. And uh, that, yeah, formalizing everything, although it, it seems maybe, yeah, so not as uh, in the Netherlands where informally everything, um, confirmation per email and scan is acceptable. That is not the case in Turkey. You have to be more formal. Um, so make aware that you, yeah, be aware that you have to have originals and that companies also work with, uh, with stamps and, um, and you have the right legal representative to be signing off on the right documents. And of course, that uh, they should come to you uh, because you <laughs> are equipped. Uh, yeah, so you you know the you can do the translation from from Dutch culture to Turkish culture. 
some more broader, even European to, to Turkish. And um, yeah, and you're a qualified Turkish lawyer, so you, you can help. And uh, you have a lot of international clients and in different industries. So uh, you're already there for 20 years. So uh, not a lack of experience. So uh, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But thank there's you very so, many, much for... so many to see. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much for, for uh, taking us uh, to this trip to Turkey. Is there anything else that you want to add to what you have been telling us? Uh, actually not. Okay. It, was, uh, it was nice to be with you. Yes, yes, thank uh, you thank very you much. For, for, yeah. Thank you for inviting me uh, and yeah, giving welcome. this opportunity. It was But, nice uh, talking to you. Yes, likewise, but we are uh, in, uh, we're forgetting the most important. I will make sure that, of course, I will write your email uh, and your website address down in intro. But uh, can you maybe say, yeah, tell us in your own words how people can find you? Uh, they can find me on LinkedIn, on my website. Um, uh, I have also a blog where I uh, write a lot. Um, And that is, if you tick uh, Lawyer Turkey, you can find me and also advocaatturkije.nl, you can find me also. Yeah, okay, great. Selma, good luck with the lockdown, very strict lockdown, which, uh, yeah, I will not uh, complain anymore now I know uh, (laughs) that you guys are having even more stricter rules. Um, yeah, I wish you all the luck and hope to see you in person uh, soon. I, I hope to see you also soon. Uh, I also wish uh, for all those people who are uh, uh, restricted uh, in their homes or uh, due to their uh, ages uh, or with their losses, uh, keep up. Uh, we will have better times. Now, that's a wonderful message to end. Thank you, Selma. Bye. Thank you, Joy. Bye-bye.